Hi and welcome to Sweetman Podcast. This is Simon Sweetman and this is episode 52. And it's another kind of uh, first for the podcast. This is the first return visitor, uh, return guest. This is uh, me having a chat once again with Emily Wrights. I think it was episode 14 when I first talked to her. And what we did cover then um, was that we'd known each other for quite a while. We're good friends. Um, and, she, you know, she's a, she's been a journalist and now moved more into a sort of blogging role. And last time I talked to her, we were wrestling a bit, or she was wrestling a bit with the term mummy blogger. Well, she's more than fully embraced that since then. We try not to cover too much of the same ground. This, in fact, is really um, an unpacking of and a celebration of her first book, which is just out on the stores now. It's called Rants in the Dark, and uh, I'll include a link to my review of the notes to this. It's an excellent book. It's a collection of a... Um, essentially, it's just a collection of the blog posts that she started uh, when her second child was born. She uh, just posted an anonymous blog one day, and the response was so huge that uh, she had to kind of keep going. And uh, so... Uh, you know, a, a year or so after that, she gets a book deal and has been putting together this book. So we talk about that. We talk about the writing of the book um, and, you know, just everything that she's gone through to do it and, and obviously talk about some of the content in it. And the other, I guess, uh, big thing since I talked to her last on the podcast was that she's become the editor for Spinoff Parents, their parenting section. So we talk a bit about that and via some stints with the uh, Herald and the Women's Weekly. Um, she also had a had some uh, fleeting fame and infamy as a film reviewer for um, Metro Magazine. So, yeah, we sort of sort of a catch up on what she's done the last year or so. And um, the main the main focus of this conversation is her book, which I couldn't uh, recommend strongly enough. So this is me talking to Emily Wrights. This is Sweetman Podcast, episode 52. New sponsor for us, which I mentioned last time, is the Tea Leaf, fantastic herbal tea. Um, we're also still uh, getting some support from Yeasty Boys, uh, Lafare, and of course our big sponsor is Phantom Bill Stickers. They really believe in seeing New Zealand voices out in the world, and that's what you get with this podcast. You get people talking about what they do, why they do it, and so here we go. Emily Wrights, uh, mummy blogger, parenting columnist, editor, writer, public speaker, uh, raconteur, uh, all of those things, and of course an activist and a campaigner as well. So how are you feeling on the eve of the eve of your <laughs> book launch? Yeah. And more importantly, you are the first person to be a return guest on Sweetman Podcast. Oh, yeah, well, being a return... <laughs> It's obviously way that's more important. The, that's the, clearly the thing I'm most proud of. No, no, what we've got to do is we've got to try and not talk about stuff that we talked about last time. And I barely well, even remember that podcast. No, no, neither. And I haven't listened back to it. Uh, and I was going to, to you know, to, to, to <sighs> try. But then I thought, well, that'll actually ruin it if I try too hard to, to not, you know, yeah. we might mention some things again. Um, but what's happened since then? So the main thing is obviously the time. book. Yeah, yeah, look, look. I think it was episode fourteen, Fuck. and this is going to be episode fifty-two. That's so awesome. It is cool, and it's cool. Like you know, I would have. I'm really interested in having some of the people back because, I, look, I've enjoyed yeah. every single conversation I've had. Frankly, mm. like I wouldn't have posted them if I mm. thought they weren't of interest to to me and anyone else. But I have really enjoyed them and. Immediately talking to you, I know we finished that one off and went, fuck, we could have just gone forever. Yeah, yeah, we definitely uh, could have. And we could do some more. So, but the two big things that stick out to me are the book and also the spin off. Mm. 
and and where you were at since I talked to you. Yeah, I what mean, else? It's, it's I mean, I know there's all sorts of like, other stuff in your life, but those are the yeah, two big things, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's such a... Uh, it feels like a real... I don't know if cliche is the right word. I feel like you made me drink before I... You know, no, you, not well, that's that not I, true. You asked. No, you I said, totally you was said, like, can I last time it? I came to your house yeah. and recorded you in the middle of the day and your husband took the kids out yeah. and this time you said I'll come round but, I, but have um, I have to drink yeah. and um, you know it has to be at night yeah, and does. I have to be away from those yeah. fucking boys that I yeah. live with all three of them yeah. and I just want to drink and tell dirty secrets and yeah, awful truths totally, about my life that yeah, was that's, how I remember the yeah, yeah, was phone message slightly different to that but no I, okay so we're yeah. just gonna deal with the fact that i'm gonna get my words wrong i'm very tired it's been quite awake yeah it, i was gonna say it sounds like a cliche but that's not the right thing but to when the book is published it's gonna be two years from my first post um that i ever published wow. yeah. and that to me is this really weird um uh, it if you think of where we were at when we yeah. last talked, yeah. that feels like 10 years ago. You mean when we last talked podcast? For the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that well, I was feels gonna, I was like, say, I was trying to work like out because how... saying to me, you know, how much has changed. So much has changed. I mean, yeah. we didn't have parents, spin off parents. Yeah. The, I don't, I think, I don't know if I'd signed the book deal. Can't did we, remember. Did we sit around and gas bag about the spin off and, and, and talk about whether we liked it or not? Probably. Probably. Um, I've always been a fan of the spin-off since the very first Stop day. Stop reading off a card. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> but no, like, that's the funny thing that I I remember when the announcement came up about the spin-off. Yeah. And I was impressed that Duncan's spell was something around, you know, we've, we've chosen young writers. Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking at the time, well, fuck, that's finally yeah. you know because I just felt like I'm I don't think of myself as a young writer because I'm 31 but I still think that that where you can write in New Zealand is very centered towards like old white men and stuff like that so I yeah. felt very much like oh that would be great if they had a parenting section because yeah. I do think maybe it's this my first blog post that was successful being about parents and the book is about parents sometimes I well it's not even sometimes, all the time I think that's what I can write and I yeah. can't really write other stuff. Yeah. And so I was like, the spin-off is cool if it had a parent section so I could write for them. I didn't think I'm going to write for them. Yeah. I That was never in my wildest dreams because I was very much like, it has to be a parent section. But then also I'm not like a crawling up the ass of media organisations to write yeah. for them. Yeah. I just, what I liked about the spin-off was it wasn't like all those other places but I wanted a parenting section that was just for parents but wasn't just the bullshit of other sections is so fucking garbage so what I like very much about what you've done with spin-off parents apart from mm. you know throw me a bow and let me write a couple of things but um no seriously what I like about it is not only do we get to hear your voice but your voice is very strong in an editorial capacity Mm. which has been part of what you've done through your posts anyway. I mean, yeah. like the, the ballet for life, you know, mm. life yeah, and yeah. stuff like that that you've set up. You, you've all you've been about creating community, endorsing mm. community, furthering community, favouring community. Yeah. Um, 
pulling things together, getting things happening. And so here you're able to do that in the pieces that yeah, you're well, kind of commissioning. So, because, or, no, yeah, well, you do. Because, yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's become a section that I read. Yeah. You know, I think obviously, like, when you're involved with something, like, my, mm, my, you, you get involved in it. Like, mm. I do reviews on Radio New Zealand and my listening to the afternoon show of RNZ went up after they, you know, yeah, like, yeah, of course, of course it did. Course it just, it did. You, want to, yeah. you want to get a feel for I'm the, the show. I'm the same with the spin off. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, start yeah, reading definitely. more and more. But yeah. spin off parents is, I haven't read a whole lot of parent. I'm a parent, but I haven't read a whole lot of mm. parenting books or articles. But it went up as soon as spin off parents. Started and publishing that's because the thing, because I don't read, I don't read that other yeah. stuff. I don't read other sections and all that because I hate. I used to, yeah. and I would read a couple of things and just go, "This is garbage. It makes me feel shit." Yeah. And and that's the same with like mummy blogs or whatever. Yeah. I never understood the appeal. No, no. Never been able to work that out. And that's not an insult on mummy yeah, blogs yeah. or something. It's just it wasn't... It's just like me with Emma Stone's acting. You just don't understand that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, I I guess like the the blog, when I started, it was an accident. And I think people refuse to, some people refuse to believe this yeah. because it's like being shot up the ass with a rainbow or something. You know, you write something and yeah. it's popular. Who doesn't want that? Yeah. You know, and it's not to say that I emerged out of nothing. I was a writer before. I just yeah. was a journalist and not a successful one because we have much better journalists than I. I was never motivated. I was well, you were, a, you were a junior then too. Yeah, yeah. Arguably, just a, and, you yeah, were, yeah. and you were working for a news... Yeah. News agency. Agency. Yeah, and I was a web editor before web editors were like nothing. Yeah. Um, But, so, you know, I I could write. I don't want to put through this idea that I like was like, how do you use a pen, you know? But at the same time, it was this thing of, it was an accident, that first post. And, And then I was like, this is a fluke, it'll stop. And it didn't. And it has been a, a constant thing of opportunities falling in my lap, which makes me feel like a bit of an asshole. But I'm not going to lie and say that hasn't happened. I haven't sorted out. I've just been yeah. the right place, right time. I think a huge amount of it is right place, right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just for, for these gigs have fallen into my lap and media are trying to organise. Like, I think if you look at the Metro film gig I got, I don't think that's because I'm a good film reviewer. I'm not a good film yeah, reviewer, yeah. but they went... Tarzan was super popular. Yeah. If we get her, can we get can a, we some of that, that traffic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can we you know, I'm not it? like yeah. I've never thought it was any different. No, and you didn't and see that as a oh cool now I am a film no, reviewer. I've never thought. Yeah. I've thought that it's like a but also I don't really get film reviewing, so yeah. I'm not going to be like oh I never it's an art form and I never considered it. I just think film reviewing's weird. Like I just you know don't get it, um, and I'm not a film reviewer, so I had no thing about doing it I was just like fuck if you're gonna pay me yeah. I'll do anything if you yeah, pay me yeah I remember the thing you said well I half remember the thing you said what did you say? like you sort of said uh, I'll, re- Ely, I'll, I'll, re- I'll review your fucking mother if you pay me yeah yeah like, if it goes you know, dad yeah. I'll review your dad yeah but that like that's the thing I, I there was a lot of not a, that's a lie. There wasn't a lot of heat, but yeah. there was heat from oh, like, no, there was. Yeah, one yeah. or two people who were 
real like I've paid my dues and you yeah. came up and like one particular reviewer was like you know that's not a proper film review and, and Ghostbusters was shit and if yeah. you were a proper mature reviewer and I'm like well who's laughing bitch you know it's, like it's funny how it's ridiculous yeah. to get shitty at people for, yeah. I get it like I, I see that people are being not getting columns renewed and all that I feel for those writers yeah. But if you're going to turn around and get the shits with somebody taking money, I'm just a working writer like yeah. anybody else's. I'm a working writer like any other writer. And yeah. can you imagine if somebody offered you a gig and you were like, oh, no, I don't think so. Because yeah, like, other journalists yeah, are being yeah. made redundant. Oh, or, this is it. It's like... Or other columns are being reviewed and you don't... I don't have the skills, so I shouldn't. I'm never going to say I don't have the skills. No, you're going to learn say, them. You're going you're to learn them on the job. Probably not even going to learn them on the job. I'm going to wing well, you're it. You're going to approximate them. That's I lose right. the gig. That's right. This you're is my classic. That, like every gig gonna... I do, I eventually just. But well, I don't. I leave them because they are never good fits. But um. But it's not that you're not trying. Like like yeah. when you did film reviews for Metro, what I got from that was that you certainly made an effort to put your voice into film mm. reviewing. And I found it hard because yeah. film reviews tell what's in the film, yeah. which is not my yeah, fault. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. my thing is talk around it and around it and around it in a, in a hopefully, yeah. hopefully humorous way. Um, but also, I don't know films. Like, I don't know. I would but see a film and it would be a famous director and I wouldn't know. Writing and, is very competitive and writers, and I, writers are very competitive. Yeah, and, so and I don't want to... people get pissed off when they think someone's, you know, especially someone young, younger than yeah. them. Look, when I started writing music reviews... I was, it was that fucking long ago that, <laughs> that you know, mm. I, I was, I don't know how old I was, but I was, mm. you know, mid-twenties or whatever, mm. writing for the paper, and people were like, you know, why does this kid mm. get to do this, what does he know? And I was like, I fucking know heaps, and you yeah. know, obviously I was full of brazen kind of yeah, attitude, yeah. and then you, like, after a while you sort of, like you know, you make your point and you show you can do it. But now I'm one of the old boring gits going, oh, why does that young kid get to do, yeah, you know, yeah, like, exactly. get to do that? I'm a little bit lucky because music reviewing almost doesn't exist anymore. But, yeah. but uh, you know, it is, yeah, there is I always thought that, so film reviewing, I always thought of the Metro gig and film reviewing as ge in general for me. Yeah. All I ever thought of it was... A, a quick paycheck for a short period of time. Yeah. I never thought, oh, I'm going oh, to be on, a film be a reviewer. Film re no, no, no. no I, I never. Think, but I think that was I think the you problem put that, across. that yeah. people saw that and yeah. went, "Fuck you." you yeah, I think you, so. And, I think... and and I had like one or two people, yeah, like film reviewers who went who were mean about it, and it made right. me so angry because I was like, I am nothing but a hustler. Yeah. In the way that like. I am trying to support my family yeah. and, and trying my, and to do that. Writing craft. is yeah. absurd. Trying yeah. to support a family writing is just is. absurd. And so that found, I found that really difficult when I got those, and particularly when it was women doing it, got, um, that was hard for me because she was all like, oh, so you're getting hate for your film reviews, you know, welcome to, yeah. you know, like, this is what you have to deal with. And I thought, fuck, there's no sisterhood. And, and, no. and you know, and I found that quite different having gone from mummy blogging, I guess, because it is actually a pretty supportive community yes. of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of looking out for each other and, and trying to, 
I mean, it's competitive, of course, anything in writing is, um, but I'm part of a pretty supportive group of mummy bloggers who all sort of look out for each other and share it, like, try and help each other get paid for work and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, that's what I like about being editor of the spin-off, that I can work with writers and it doesn't feel... I think there are some writers who are just like, it's me against the world and they don't... That's never going to change for them. They're too tied up in their victimhood of yeah. not getting work or victimhood and not getting read, to be honest. Yeah. Like, that's brutal as shit, but you cannot get angry at somebody for their stuff being read when yours isn't. You yeah. have to change you, your approach. You've got to up your game. If yeah. you've been reviewing movies the same way for 30 years and yeah. you're not getting any traction with it, yeah. that's on you, not on oh, me. Oh, look, when I, when, I, when I got my gig writing reviews for The Dominion, which I held for, you know, fuck, I don't know, 12 years or something... Uh, it was because I wrote to them and said, mm. you guys, the, the people writing these reviews, it was back when it was the Evening Post, I wrote to them full of, like, you know, dumb, mm. dumb luck and courage, but I, mm. I wrote to them and said, you guys are, are putting out garbage, you don't give a fuck. Mm. Like, you could be better than that. Like, I was so idealistic, but I was young enough that that was a, given a pass, and I was saying, you guys are just getting free CDs, you don't give a shit, mm. and you need to find. I mean, I reviewed The Roots for the Dominion Post back then, <laughs> right. and was just like, I don't understand this music. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no, I, no. I think it was phrenology. Phrenology, yeah. Yeah, and I think I gave it like three stars. Wow. Because I was just like, I don't get it. I guess the seed song is good. Yeah. And do, <laughs> I was like, do you care about that more now or not? No. Yes, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Not that I like the roots anymore. No, no, just no, that, just I think that, you, that didn't, you didn't cover off on a... I think it was that when I wrote I was like 18. And I think I got it through some yeah. nepotism yeah. news, knew the person who was getting free CDs. But that was back when in newsrooms they just put all the CDs oh, on a exactly. table and you grabbed one and reviewed it. Yeah. But I think I did it, like now I look back on it and I'm embarrassed because I didn't know who the roots were. Not yeah, that yeah. I know now. And they were like but albums deep. Had I yeah, got yeah, it yeah. now, I wouldn't review it. I'd be like, no, give yeah, this, this is to not somebody for me. who yeah, knows yeah, yeah, how yeah. to review it. Yeah. But the, I'll, I'll review the new yeah, Smash yeah. album. And the reason why I think this is different to movies yeah. is because the way that I write about movies is clearly intended for people to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's what, that's what, that's what I say. You put, your, you put your voice into your film reviews. You would try to challenge, you know, A.O. Scott, who's the yeah, New yeah. York Times yeah, reviewer. Yeah. You were trying to compete. You and were, that's the thing You were trying I'm, to be yeah. Emily, who mm. writes about parenting, but also, in this context, yeah. writes about films. Yes. You were, and so you were trying to put your And mainly, your review, I just wanted voice. money. Yeah. And I think that's, like, seen as this really grubby thing this days, uh, yeah. these days, to just be writing for money. Like, why would you not just oh, write for money? Like, no, exactly. Look, look, I mean, when, like, I, when I, I approached the paper, like, there was no money when I first yeah. started writing reviews, like, of CDs. And to their discredit, there was never any money for that. But I did it so that I could get into writing features mm. and gig yeah. reviews and, and write for other places. Mm. And so eventually I found some money out of it. You Fuck have, all, not much. Yeah. But it was still stepping These stones. days, if you start... Yeah. That, like, I mean, now that I'm an editor, I view that whole pay writers thing. Yeah. I've always been a really staunch thing of you pay writers, full stop. And I've been very staunch about you write for free and you're undercutting other writers. That's been my thing. 
now being editor I still believe that but I also see the grey in that there are in yeah, appearance section different there types are, of writers there are people who just want to get one story out there are people who have never written before but want to try um, try yeah. and and those are and we can't pay much at the spin off no. that's reality of it yeah, but yeah. I think it's important to pay something yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than nothing and to never and to manage to write and anything. to manage expectations but like, managing a, like doing having a budget is hell because I read stuff and I'm like this is incredible and I think it's worth this but and it's never going to get paid yeah. that, but also then I think like, we're the only ones paying yeah. out of yeah. the whole thing anyway yeah. and then I have other people who who are like oh I've got this I'd like to write it and then they say oh I'd like 500 bucks for it and I'm like you're dreaming <laughs> that's, yeah that's not really you're dreaming this is a this is a um a piece, um, it's a personal essay, which there are a dime a dozen. Yeah, like, yeah, I can get anyone else yeah, to do this. And, the, and it's about, and it's very close to another piece yeah. that has been written, so it's almost how original is it? Yeah. And then you can clearly see that it hasn't taken a lot of time. Like, there's um, a heap of editing I have to do on it. And I think that that is, the, there are some people who are like, I want money and I want a huge amount and they're in denial but also there are others who I'm really grateful for and they're the ones who stick their hands up and say I'm not a writer keep your money for the pool of the people who are working and trying to make a living as writers and they're the ones I'm super grateful for because if people didn't write for parents for free the ones who do one piece one off pieces or, or are just starting out and are Getting yeah. better at their craft yeah, and yeah, yeah. Oh, craft is so wanky. No, no, but you know, it's true. Like, of course, getting, it's true. you know, but if they insisted on being paid, yeah. I couldn't have paid writers yeah, yeah, to yeah. do it for a living. Look, I, I, so it's a balance. I've only learnt this though as an editor because delegate, before yeah. it, I was like, fuck these places. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think the problem is you get these people who are like, oh, that that's our approach, but you don't even pay the people who. Yeah. And the whole time I've been writing, I've come up against really big media places, to be honest, who have said, we'll pay you, and then haven't. And this is the the behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't see. Um, Because there's this idea that, oh, well, I'm just a a stay-at-home mummy, and it's just magazine money. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not, I can't afford to pay my rent. Yeah. You know, so I think, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a gendered thing and it's that I'm I'm a mum so they think of it as play money and I have a husband yeah, who you know who's obviously off off doing money. something <laughs> yeah, which yeah, is yeah. really funny. Like yeah. um but I don't know if it's that or whether it's all writers or what, but I've never I've only had one place, the Herald, that yeah. paid me regularly yeah. in my entire career writing. Yeah. And the spin-off does, obviously. But there was no... Like, to become editor, I really wanted to do it. So there was a lot of give and take. Negotiation around. You know, because I wanted to be... The the thing, you know, when I think about, oh, the book and the blog and all this stuff, and I'm actually... Parents, I'm incredibly proud of the section. Because... Um, it comes across in the way that you present it online. Like, I hope so because it I does. I work. You work hard. Hard on it, yeah. I do. Like, and I think it's because mummy blogging, which I'm not. I'm, I don't hate that term. I yeah. just find it's dismissive sometimes. But yeah. 
it's so cult of personality. It's so up your own ass. There's nothing more up your own ass than every single fucking re week writing about yourself and your kids. Yeah. And I've tried really hard, and I doubt I've always succeeded, but I've tried to not make it about my kids. Yeah. I've tried to not go, oh, little Jimmy's crawling this week. Or, you know, I've yeah. tried to do bigger themes that are things parents universal. can take. Yeah, yes, yeah. universal. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've tried to do. So, but it doesn't change the fact that every single fucking week it's my voice. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. this is mummy blogging the side of it that makes me a little bit uncomfortable when it's the same person over and over again and the selfies and the, all the, you know. Um, I didn't want that. I didn't want to become a person who's obsessed with everybody else's validation on my life and my parenting and all that. And that's why I wanted the, pe I, why I started way before we got parents as a yeah, section. Yeah. Probably like months and months before. But that was always my goal. Three yeah. or like a month or so into blogging from the first blog, so coming up two years ago. I was like, maybe this isn't a fluke. Yeah. And I said to myself then, if it's not a fluke, you cannot still be doing this in a certain period of time. You cannot become one of those yeah, yeah. people. You have to use this platform. My whole thing was you have to turn this platform into something for all parents with a diversity of voices. Yeah. It can't just be one white woman up her ass every week, you know. So I'm trying to establish a timeline. I feel like, I mean, we've known each other for a few years before any of this, which we talked about last We've last known each podcast. other for like 10 years. Yeah, I was going to say, it's about a decade, exactly. Mm. And uh, when you accosted me via email. I did. Yeah. Was it so, an Alice Cooper interview? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. You wanted to... to, to help. You wanted help. And, well, all these fucking opportunities falling in my lap. <laughs> My whole life, I'm just one of those people who just fucking bumps into no, 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 good but shit. But it's been great because you, you know, I've one thing I've always tried to do, and I don't know if I've uh, if I'm any good at it at all. But no. fuck, if someone comes to me for help, one thing I recognise yeah. is that a they're desperate. <laughs> they've come, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they've come to me, and that b like I only got where I got to, which mm. I don't even know where the fuck I am, but mm. I only got to where I got to by asking questions and trying things and researching, you know, asking people, reading things. I've had a lot of help. So You've got to replicate the kindness you've been I will given. Always, and exactly. I, I will always, like, yeah. like, people like Nick Bollinger, mm. who I think is the greatest music writer in the country, no question. Mm. Uh, you know, I asked him for help early on. I reached out to him. I've, mm. I've cultivated relationships with other music writers um, because I've wanted to know what they're about, what they yeah. do. So if someone comes to me and says, hey, how do you do this? Or, or like, literally, yeah. how did you do this? Then, of course, I'm qualified to tell them how I did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And so that's all that happened with, with, with me and you. And then we, I think, you know, like, yeah, we struck I think up a friendship. I was about 22. Wow. And I, because I would have been, because I was working at PA, and I had an interview with Alice Cooper, and I'd never interviewed and you were, a musician before. You were serious about it, because you were like, yeah. "Fuck, 
because I was I a big fan. Like, I actually like Alice yeah. Cooper, so I don't want to fuck this up. And we met at the Dom Post Cafe. Cafe. Front page. Yeah. Front page. Yeah. It's not there anymore, <laughs> no, is it? No. Um, yeah, and, but became close friends. We've been friends that whole time. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, um, I mean, we haven't had a period where we haven't hung out, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, nice. exactly. We haven't had a falling out. We haven't had yeah. a, an issue. But, but what I was going to say was, so I feel like... You've known me before all this. I have, but but beyond that, what I was getting at was, I feel like we went to the Slash concert very shortly after your first blog post. Why did we? Yeah, and I feel like it was in that first week, because I definitely remember talking. You you might have only done that first blog post on that blog, maybe you'd just done the second, but you were still talking about, I remember picking you up and you were like, yeah, it's been a surreal week. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, it was right in that, in that yeah, zone. Wow. So, I do feel, and I'm not trying to hitch my wagon, but I do feel, like, very connected to yeah, yeah. everything that's happened to you since, because mm. we're friends, but because of course, I've watched yeah. that ride. Um, so, what I'm trying to establish is, so, sometime after that, probably... Fuck a year after that or whatever, we do the first podcast with mm. you. Yeah, and, and that then was, and that was nearly a year into the life of this podcast. You know, yeah. like I've done. Yeah. I was only doing them once every fortnight. Now, the, now I'm doing them every week. But what I'm trying to establish is, when did you get the book deal? The book deal was a year, a year after ago. I, a year and after, after, after my the first, first post. post. Yeah, right. I signed it. I think almost on. So I was going to say, it's it just was probably a, it's just, just after we talked. It's just a coincidence that it's happened in the way that it did, because yeah. the book wasn't meant to come out until May, Yeah. and I finished it early, and it got bumped and bumped and bumped until it ended up coming out on the two-year anniversary. Yeah, right. And maybe that was a very specific thing by Penguin, but I doubt it. Yeah. And when I, like, I got the call from Penguin saying, have you thought about writing a book? And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's yeah. the dream, is That's it? what writers do. Every writer, I always say this, every writer has some mm. concept, whether they write blogs mm. or It's absurd. You get a call. Everyone I has an idea. And yeah. came straight out and, like, was to my friends I was at work and I was like, oh, my, holy shit. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it was crazy and then I I started writing and I was very much like I'm never gonna write this there was lot I was really worried yeah. about right how to write a book I remember I googled how to, how write, to a write a book yeah and um, I was just like I talked a lot to Penguin um and was just really lucky that they ended up believing what I wanted as well and they know what they want and everything but there was talk of having chapters I didn't want that I was very much I was still in parenting. Yeah. Like, the baby is just turned two. The yeah. baby is the same age as my blog. Yeah, yeah. Like, on my first blog post was when he was three weeks old. So I'm still very much in that parents yeah. of yeah, yeah. babies. And so I was like, no, I couldn't read a book right now unless I was away from my kids. So if you write a chapter book, nobody's going to fucking read it. Like, if you write it as my blogs, people read my blogs, put my blogs as a book, you know. Yeah. I was lucky that they agreed to do that. It clearly makes things easier to write a book. Yeah. So it was easier because I did just write a whole bunch more blog posts as I went. Yeah. With the new experiences I had as the boys were growing up. And yeah. I wrote it in about six months. And then it took six months of 
um, the editing wasn't like what I thought it was. They yeah, had, so describe that process. Well, I was terrified of editing. I thought they were going to come back and say it's all garbage. Yeah, 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 we, we don't actually want this. We don't, <laughs> like, the whole time again. I thought they were going to be like, we got you confused with like... We, Someone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I was very <laughs> concerned that they would pull out. That was a big... I was yeah, very yeah. worried about that. And I thought... I, I thought, oh, they're going to find and somebody else on, like, who's... I'm just trying to think back to my experience writing a book. The deal was kind of rock hard by the yeah, time you edit. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But, but, but I had a very similar thing. I, I, I remember awaiting the edits and going, oh, they're actually just going to pull out. They're going to yeah. say, keep the money we've given you. Yeah, I was and let's sure of that. So you had that Yeah, time? I yeah. definitely did. And I also thought <laughs> yeah. that I, was, I had a lot of concern about another book coming out... Gonna that's going to be the you. same. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I just really have never felt that my things are that unique or or particularly special. I've very much always been in the idea that I'm just right place, right time with yeah. my writing. Yeah. So I thought if anybody else pulls out this thing yeah. at just a month before mine, yeah. I'm going to be fucked. Yeah. That was my whole thing that anybody else will do this before me, and I'll be, you know. Yeah. But um. Then editing, I was like, I was terrified. I'd been told by so many people how brutal book editing is. And then I got it back and it was like three changes and yeah. three paragraphs in the whole book. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Like, it was such a breezy process. But then when I got the proofs, that was harder. Because I read it and I thought, when you see it online, yeah. it feels very transient maybe yeah, isn't the yeah. right word but it just feels like yeah, yeah it's just it just, it's just there like, and it's yeah. not it's not concrete it's just there in book form when you see yeah. it in the proofs yeah. I was like fuck am I making the right yeah. choice by yeah. my kids yeah. because I've always been really careful about what I write that I don't hurt like I really sent to my children like print out what I've written to go in a book for them like a book which is funny but I used to print it off to go they're going to read this as adults yeah. it was my way of trying yeah. to remind myself because I really think some people get too much into that what will be really funny and then they humiliate their kids you know yeah, yeah. or what will be outrageous that's the huge thing on the internet yeah. what will be outrageous yeah. if I say you know if I say that my kids are pricks yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'd never do that because I don't want my kids to read that as adults and they're like oh my parent my mum told the world that you know she didn't like me yeah. because I don't not like my kids if I haven't you know but so that was hard reading it and seeing it as concrete and I went through and tried to edit it more and realized I was sanitizing it so I went back yeah, and yeah. went okay I can't do that I can't sanitize it yeah then seeing, actually the funny thing was all the swearing was a bit yeah. challenging when yeah, you see it jarring. in proof. So yeah. it actually feels more jarring in a yeah. book than it does online. I, I um, thought, I, I wondered that reading your book, like yeah. I thought that, like I did. Yeah, because I think online it's conversational in a book it feels a bit like, oh fuck, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also I thought a lot about my mother-in-law. I didn't want to upset her because yeah. I really care about her. She never swears. And right. I remember saying to her, I don't want you to read the book. And she was really, like, heartbroken. Yeah, yeah. And she, she was like, she was like, oh, but, you know, it's, yeah. you know. And she said, I would, why wouldn't I like it? And I said, there's swearing in it. And she just, her face fell and she was just like, 
why would you swear when you're talking about yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, the children? And she goes, well, like, damn? Or yeah. hell, and I was like, uh, Yep, that, and, and, a, I and said, a little bit more. <laughs> and I said, There's the F word, and she was just kind of like, and she seemed really, she would never, because she's very respectful of me, she would never say, I'm upset. Yeah. But I could tell that she was. Yeah. And that really made me feel stink that there are people who can never read this book because they'll never get it. The, the, my biggest fear with the book is people who don't have young kids will read it and just be like, this is, you know, even the term foul-mouthed, yeah. you know, like they'll read it and just uh, be uh, like, this on. is... Why would they read it? Yeah, well, I wouldn't want them to, but you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, why do you think that will happen, though? Like, well, I, mean, I like I think family will read it because I'm family. Okay. Okay. I wanna, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but yeah, people yeah. I've worked with... Yeah, true. People okay. I've worked with, you know, like once you get a certain yeah, level yeah. of publicity... It's like people want to check people stuff want out. to check stuff out, and I mean it's a and it, it it's the same with the blog. I've had people read it, and the first thing they read is one of the movie-ish posts, and they're like, "This is disgusting." Yeah, right. And they're not realizing that it's part of a a lineage. A, yeah, a, a line and it's of a group things. of people. I always yeah. think of the blog as just a group of people talking. That's why the spin-off yeah. has made it a lot better for me because yeah. I write standalone pieces now. Yeah. Whereas before I just wrote for my friends, which I still saw it as just my friends, even though yeah. the numbers got bigger and bigger and, and the community got larger, I still saw it as a bunch of mums reading it at 4am because it fundamentally was and always has been. That's yeah. why when you see people who read it, like on your page, if you share something, inevitably some... Body, some dude will be like, oh, this is garbage or whatever. And it's yeah. like, yeah, because it's not for you. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But a book is meant to be for, I, I don't know, it's a complicated thing with it the is. book. Um, and I, so actually I took out all all the swearing and Penguin came back and was like, we want to put some of these swears back in because that's yeah. what we got and you they for. they did, yeah. And they did. Um, but I tried to, I wanted to take out all the swearing in the book because I right. wanted it to... Yeah, okay. Um, but that didn't... No, it's good. I mean, like, it, Penguin weren't like, we're putting them all in. I just vaguely recollect, uh, recall something like, yeah, yeah. we want to, can we put this back in and this yeah. back in and... You know, I think I called somebody a bitch in it or something, and I took that out because it felt very jarring to yeah. call somebody a bitch in print. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a person. I was just talking about a theoretical... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, that's the difference. I'm surprised by how much a book feels different to a blog. It really does, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, it, that's weird to me, but it does. It feels like... It's funny. I mean, anything that's published on the internet these days is around forever, you know, anyone can but find it. But it doesn't feel like but that. It that's what I was going to say, but it doesn't feel like that, whereas a book still feels like, oh, God, this is definitively being printed. Yeah. But actually, the shit we put on Facebook is definitively being printed. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. To a degree. Like, yeah. people can pull that shit up. Like, yeah. people screen cap people's oh, of course. tweets. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And certainly blog posts, you know, like, they, they're around for a lot, a lot longer. Yeah, than, yeah. But so that is funny, eh? It's a weird thing why we think the way we do. But it's... And also, I guess I always thought of books as, like, a, my father wrote books and I was surrounded by books. Like, like sitting here, I feel very comfortable being surrounded by oh, books. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because... Because actually, like, 
Oh, well, no, maybe. I was going to say these bookshelves wouldn't have been at the last time you were here, but maybe... Yeah, no, they were, and I've always loved them. And, but I mean, I had heaps of books at home, but then the kids have kind of... And I thought about selling all my books, because it just felt very much like this isn't my... I have two kids now. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I've all, I, I love books, but I think of them as very highbrow. Yeah, like, yeah. And I think of what I do as very lowbrow and and disposable. You shouldn't feel that way about what you do because, uh, you know, you should know that you've got a, you've built, built and fostered a community. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I hope so. Oh, you like, have. That's, you that's have. my thing with you the book. Know is, that, you must know that oh, it's yeah, yeah. you have. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, but I feel very much like it's a reciprocal thing. Like, I, I feel like it's not a... So I worried about it being a broadcast. I worried about it being like I'm the head of this you don't, group of... You don't like talking about and naming your husband because he's very low-key. He's, yeah, he's you, very you said, low you said key. on the last podcast... Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the edits you got me to do was you sort of named him and said, oh, mm. oh can we cut that out? And we did. And, and I would always do that. Um, but And I know him, but he is very mm. low-key. He's very, uh, mm. you know, he's off the grid yeah. in, in, in most ways. Yeah. And he's very low-key. And you don't talk a huge amount about your parents, but what did you think about... You must have had huge thoughts about your up your own upbringing and then how you and your husband were raising your kids when you were compiling a book that is essentially about parental Mm. I use the word advice Mm. which is slightly wrong because like one of the things I've 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 just said to you off tape about your book is the great thing about it is it's not really I mean you say it in the book Mm. I think but it's not not really about giving advice it's about explaining an experience like it's about your you know, your yeah. experience, rather than challenging people, condemning people, confronting people, yeah. uh, condescending mm. to people, mm. it's none of that. But um, what I, did you think about your childhood or your experience with your parents or your I, experience with your husband? I think that, of course, when we become parents, we think heaps on our childhoods. And you and I have talked about yeah. that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think when I'm writing... I have such hard out boundaries um, yeah. that it just never enters my mind when I, and I know that sounds kind of ridiculous, but having written for a year of of maybe twice a week because I yeah. write a lot but publish once a week maybe. Yeah. My drafts folder is massive and most yeah. of it's garbage, um, but when I write, I'm like, has to be universal. Um, use Ham instead of my youngest name, though that cat's out of the bag. Um, don't mention my husband unless yeah. it's like in a respectful and fair sort of way and don't say his name and stuff like that and the same with like my parents I'm not really talking about my own upbringing yeah. um, but I also have this boundary of don't talk about my parents because yeah. they don't want me to and it wouldn't add anything um, so I those are such hard boundaries yeah, yeah. that now I'm so used to writing that way that it that just, just never come comes up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I sat So I kinda gathered that but I just wanted Yeah, to when I sat that. down yeah. to write the book, yeah. I was like tried to set myself X thousand words a week to try yeah. and I was like, how am I ever gonna do this many words? 
but what I found was it was just um, writing it was exactly the same process as the blog because yeah. you will have seen from the book it's just blogs it it would have been a lot harder to write chapters or yeah. anything and I'm, I'm not sure I could have done it because the blogs it was just like you're gonna start writing more blogs than you were and also I I used to have periods with the blog where I would write a lot in three weeks and then nothing for a month but I staggered out my posts anyway yeah, yeah so yeah. so people didn't realize I hadn't written yeah, anything yeah. new for a month because I was still getting yeah. once a week getting something yeah. but with the the book I am um, I was lucky enough that I could take some time more time off work because I've only ever worked um, my husband and I working each to try and make up one full-time job yeah, but yeah. fucking barely um so I just really up but I worked a lot on the book like into the evening no tv just writing 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 and um that's how I sort of did it but I was very much in that I'm writing a piece at a time yeah not yeah. I'm writing a book yeah there is this I worried it, when you read it that it would be too disjointed from one piece to another no nah, look I I, I I I've said this to you but uh, just before but I, I just finished reading the book and it's got a real um, connectedness about it it's got a real feeling of these pieces belong all together. They belong. Oh, good. I'm they, you good. know, they feel like they should be bound. Yeah, which, which is what's I, happened to them. But, I feel like that. And they just... give and they give a collective strength. Like mm. there's something very strong about reading all of them. I mean, I've read several of them mm. as blog posts. Mm. Uh, many of them, you know, but reading them in that order, in that way, like there's a really yeah. poignant story. I was story. really lucky that Penguin had a big hand in in pulling them together in the order that they were in. I moved some around once I got the order. Yeah. Um, but it was hard because when I first read it, I went, it's too bleak at the beginning. But then I was like, because that's the early... Yeah, that's when you were... You were yeah. I was going to say that first blog post is... Um, it's not quite a cry for help, but it's yeah, pretty yeah. fucking close. Totally, like, yeah. it's pretty close to a cry for I help. I totally think it's a cry for help. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that when I saw your review, I was like, well, that's true. Because I do, I think a lot of them are. Yeah. And that's the thing where when they said, um, you know, write a book and blah, blah, we were going to do it month. I think that one of the original ideas was, from birth to 12 months. So every chapter yeah, was yeah, a month. Yeah. The problem is, when yeah. you go back and look, you can never you get never, that yeah, feeling. Yeah, 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 exactly. And when I read back on those early posts, I was like, fuck, these are bleak. Yeah. Like, yeah. some of them I was in tears reading them, even yeah. though it's my own, because I was like, this is so awful. And then I was like, because if I redid it, I would take out, I would soften all of that stuff, and I would have taken it out. Um, you know, because you don't, you look back on it and totally do that thing that I write about all the time of like being like, oh, it was wonderful. It was, you know, this wonderful time. And then, but you, when you write it, when you're in it, yeah. that's what it is. Here's an interesting thing. Like people look to writers and I think this is why with internet and comments and opinion pieces, we get people reacting so strongly and we get people wound up 
people look to writers as some kind of expert yes. in their field. Oh, yeah. And I think what you've done is somehow you have ended up being positioned as a kind of expert in your field, which, which mm. must be... Uh, yeah, not quite healthy. frightening and not healthy <laughs> and not and not even accurate. But in your book, what you've done, I feel like if there's a message in your book overall to parents, it is essentially, it's okay. Like, yeah. Whatever you're doing. I hope that's Whatever okay. you're doing, so long as you give a shit, mm. so long as you care, mm. and let's let's just like think outside that. If a person is a parent and they're reading your book, that kind of shows they give a shit and they care. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, they, they're already going, Yeah. I want to, not so much seek advice, but I just want to check out someone else's experience. Yeah. Yeah. And what your validation is, is to them, is whatever you're doing, so long as your heart's in it, mm. so long as you're not trying to sabotage the situation, mm. Mm. so long as you're as as clear thinking as you can be at that time. Yeah. Uh, because that obviously, mm. you know, doesn't always work out. It's yeah. okay. It's okay. Like, yeah. Why like, I mean, I hope that's the message and also that there are big chunks of parenting where you, where you don't feel like you're Where it's a mystery like and you don't okay. feel like you're... Exactly. And also that, like, I guess just trying to break down that sort of binary of good parent, bad parent. Yeah. Because we're all bad parents and good parents. And yeah all right parents but the expert thing is a really interesting thing because you know we kind of this goes back to that culture of personality thing we were talking about mummy bloggers and or but it's probably the same with maybe other self-help type things yeah um they are seen as experts and all that um but it turns into very much this like you were put on a pedestal or you know the queen thing i'm not attacking constance i'm very you know but this idea that there's this it makes me feel uncomfortable because i don't want i don't think we should be hanging off the words advice and all that of people who have barely got their shit together yeah. And I don't have my shit together and I don't want people to think that I do when I don't. I, I guess oh. like I, I mean, I don't know, it's an awkwardly phrased thing. It's just that I don't want people to think I'm like, say I came out and said, you have to do this particular thing to be yeah. a parent. Why the fuck would you listen to me? But you well, would listen to me because I've got. I write and have people who read it and followers, and I don't know. There's something about it just makes me feel really uneasy. No, you, no, no like you, you the manage, cult thing. You manage that thing quite well, and you in the book you have you confess. You not only confess to sort of things that you feel at the moment you've done wrong, mm. or you know if you rethought it, you'd approach it a different way. But what I feel that that puts across is you're telling parents new and and a little bit old like but i feel like your book is going to be so useful to new parents mm. which mm. is sort of what you I say like so, yeah, yeah. Um, it does a really good job of sort of saying like you know experiment this shit is okay like, yeah yeah if you get it wrong you'll get it right next time and it's mm. not about like getting it right every yeah. time it's about like progressing mm. 
as a person and as a family. Yeah. Like and getting, I hope... getting, getting the right and how, and what you're also very clear on doing is, you know, these are my experiences. Yeah. I no, was it's... really pleased when you sort of said that you had read that in the book because to me, well, how I think... Can you, how can you speak about other people's experiences? Mm. And you can't. But people do, don't But people think that... People totally do. People not only do that, people think that by association you must be doing yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to read another mm. parenting writer but or blogger. They must be telling me what to do. Yeah, you know? but that's... I think there is just this whole thing of I have to give advice and, I, and then I have to be seen as an expert. I mean, there's this bizarre thing of, like, if your kid sleeps through or something then giving advice to other parents about how to get their kids yeah. to sleep through and all this shit and like I just find all of that very odd and weird and I think that you know it's that classic thing of this generation like I'm a millennial and the next generation or whatever say, like I guess that trust thing of trusting the wrong people yeah like this idea that I will trust some random on the internet yeah, over, yeah. you know, they, they've done all those studies, they yeah, say yeah. that we, we, um, in quote, don't trust companies and all that, but we will trust another person on the internet. And I get that because I would, I would ask another mother, does this product work or yeah. does it? I get that because I do it myself. But I guess this idea that anybody with a platform is worth listening to. Yeah. Um, because this is why I love parents. Because parents makes me feel way less, like, uh, parents makes me feel like I'm contributing in a better way than the blog does. Because there are all these other voices. Yeah, And yeah. there's diversity. There's fuck all diversity in mummy blogging. It's all white mums. Yeah. Um, the spin-off parents isn't. And there's diversity of voices, diversity of stories, experiences, all that stuff that's what matters to me with the spin-off and I think that it is bringing like I don't really I know the spin-off parents isn't going to win like canon awards or anything like that it's never going to be respected as a type of writing just like my book won't be it'll always be considered lowbrow and all that I don't really care about that but the the reason why is I think it's because it's seen as sort of I guess fluff. Yeah, yeah. But the funny thing is, it isn't. The no. stuff that we're getting into is really intense stuff, and and it's changing. It sounds very evangelical or whatever, but it's changing lives because, like, I remember one of the posts I put up was a mum who said she went on back on antidepressants because she realised yeah. she was yelling at her kids all the time, and um, that's a paraphrase of the you know you should yeah, read yeah. it. I shouldn't you know, but. I read it. I guess that's my interpretation because I yeah. read it and went, fuck, I'm doing this with yeah. my kids. I'm getting, my anxiety's getting in the way of my parenting again. And so I went back on anti-anxiety medication and that was solely because of reading a post yeah. that I publish on the spin-off. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, and so I'm big on this idea of writing it. Like, I love the personal essay. The personal essay gets it tough. Oh, totally. Like, people don't like them. Because I get that, because you have the... 
I sometimes, when I'm writing headlines for the spin-off, think, fuck, because it's one mother's journey of, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I yeah. almost start every fucking headline with one mother's view on, but, and then I have to change it, because it's so that yeah, cliche of a personal essay, but I feel that personal essays are powerful. Now, hang on, like, one of the great things about what you're doing and about what the spin-off's doing with this section is you have taken it away from just the idea of mummy blogging like it's it's about parenting mm. and you've got like I've written some stuff for you yeah. but like it's more than just me like I'm, mm. I'm quite lazy like you should, need to write more for I need me. to do more for you and, and, and I'm gonna try I'm to I'm always every time I see you telling you to write more I know but, but I found it very hard because I it know, is hard if you care about it it's hard you any anybody can tune out shit about parenting let's be honest that's why there's a thousand yeah that's why there's so many things but the thing is to try and do it I guess in a way of like I write quite a bit um but I try to only put out stuff that's gonna make yeah that's worth putting out but spin-off parents really is inclusive in the sense that you've got more than just me writing about Mm, being a dad you've got lots of guys who have contributed columns yeah. either the the stay-at-home dad or they might not even be that yeah. like they might be the working dad like and that's yeah. a really interesting story yeah. like and you've covered yeah. that really well like because mm. i remember when i mean when oscar was born i was kind of the working dad like i was mm. writing my own book i yeah. was writing a blog i was mm. working full time i was trying to pick up whatever mm. other fucking freelancing mm. things i could and i was like yeah. insanely busy like, yeah. Yeah. and all I could tell myself was oh yeah there was a time in my life when I fucked around and d- didn't do mm. anything like I really like didn't try so I'm paying for that now mm. and I'm you know and I'm really happy about that like mm. I'm, it's no problem I'm just gonna and I was I was massively a part of his life like I was up early yeah I was picking him up at night like if I was up up at night writing and he woke up I was dealing with him while I was writing so it wasn't like I was an absentee yeah yeah dude I was really massively connected to what he was doing and what Katie was doing and how they were but that was different from where I'm at now like now I'm sort of like at home and the the main the main caregiver and the main Mm. like I've sort of raised him the last few years yeah and it's, you know, like, it was really nice reading, you've, you've, you've published a couple of bits, but I know Brannivan's bit was, yeah, Brannivan's bit piece was really great, yeah. like, classic example of a person mm. who was working, mm. and that's their contribution to parenting, yeah, yeah. and then they're trying to fit whatever yeah. else they can in around that, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think that the discourse in parenting can be really brutal and negative, that's been my experience as a parent um from feeling really isolated with my first child with his health problems and I've tried to without it sounding like I'm you know in a beauty pageant tried to work with a whole bunch of other people to try and change that discourse from being really negative and very who's doing what right yeah to because I think if you share your story and you look somebody in the eye and hear them with what they're saying it's very hard to then turn around and say fuck you for not having a rear facing car seat you yeah, know yeah. um so it's a little tiny 
attempt, I guess, to yeah. to change it so that we stop, um, so that we see what other people are going through with their parenting, their yeah. own battles, their own not even battles, their own like sort of ordinary difficulties and and yeah. balancing. Like, even the whole work-life balance thing, it's a joke. I've never been able to get it right as a working mother and an, yeah. and an at-home mother. Yeah. And, um, you know, I and I've been both, and I'm both now, you know. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think parents, and, and the book, I hope. I feel very proud of the book. I don't want it to seem like. Oh, sometimes, sometimes I worry that my anxiety and sort of just crippling low self-esteem makes it seem like I'm not proud of the book I am and I think it's important and I you know I just guess I'm always trying to tease out what it means to be in this position that I'm in because it's like we talked about going out and, yeah. and seeing Slash and all that it's like you know you're, you're a normal person yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the next day you're not and then two yeah. years later you're definitely not. I'm in a very surreal place right now yeah. of trying to just be normal Emily with my friends and everything and this whole this person who gets interviewed all wears nice clothes yeah. because they get given to me and I can't and otherwise I shop at the warehouse. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's I guess trying to constantly tease out why what my contribution is makes me feel better about the space that I'm in. So I've got you like kind of at the start of the publicity trail for the book. You have, yeah. You've tomorrow done a I little fly bit. to Auckland. You, you, you're about to fly to Auckland and you're about to undergo a world of pain. Yes. I think that the How big thing... How are you feeling about all that? Yeah, really nervous. And again, this goes to, I guess, why I try and think of what the contribution yeah. that I'm making is. Yeah. Because, t like, tomorrow we're going to be on Sunday program and I'm outing myself and my family. And that's a really intense thing, forcing, not forcing my husband. Like, I yeah. straight up said to him, I know you don't want to do yeah. this. Here's what they want to do. Yeah. And I said you don't have to be filmed. Um, I've told. I straight up said when that when I was told about Sunday, um, I said my husband is private. Probably, I've never yeah. named him. Never shared a photo. Nobody knows what he looks like. I've been, you know, and um, and I said he doesn't want to be. I preempted and yeah. said he's not going to be on it. But then I talked to him and he said, oh, I will be on it um he said i'm proud of the what you've done i i think the book is good yeah um and he said and i he said mainly i want you to sell the book and yeah. i don't want anybody to think i don't support you yeah yeah if i'm not if i'm not visibly there yeah yeah it people might assume so I he's don't. agreeing to be part of it because he wants you to do well and yeah, yeah yeah and but we had a lot of talks about it like yeah, really yeah, long yeah. hard talks about yeah. Do we let the kids be filmed? Yeah. Do we let them into our home? Yeah. You know, and it felt very much like we'd reached this point of it's all well and good to write a book, but do you want to sell a book? And that yeah. was really hard, and we hadn't considered it. This whole period, I hadn't considered the publicity at the end. No. I'd just gone, oh, cool, I'm going to Oh, cool, I'm going to be a published author. Yeah, and, yeah. and then it will just sell because I have a Facebook page. That yeah. was totally my thinking. Yeah. And so we suddenly were confronted with this, hold on, we have to be filmed. Yeah. 
it's in our house. Yeah. It, I have to. I'm. I don't put selfies and shit up. Most people don't know what I look like until the author photo came yeah. out. And um, we were like, what does that mean for us? Um, will you know being recognised and things like that. And especially that's hard for my husband who yeah. never asked for this. I've found it so hard to adapt and I've had more of a transition than he has because yeah. I've had people slowly recognise me and or whatever or I've spoken at events and people have come up afterwards yeah. and said I like what you said or whatever. He's had nothing. Yeah, yeah. He's been the gardener and then Yeah. You know. So we really discussed it and decided to do it. Um, not enthusiastically yeah. and then it was really difficult filming they were lovely, the people at Sunday really nice to us but it was a lot, I never knew that it would be like days and days of filming really long hours, lots of really probing and difficult questions Yeah. they filmed my husband and he looked like an Iraq hostage <laughs> video, like you can imagine <laughs> him because you know him Yeah. but he was just like a they, he was like kept leaning away from the camera oh, yeah. like it just involuntary couldn't yeah. so I don't think they're even using the footage of his interview because right. it was so painful I was yeah. sitting with him they read him out this whole thing from the book and were like how does that make you feel and he was like good like yeah. just he, people <laughs> I don't he's just that classic you yeah. know him yeah. so it's a bit but I think other people don't realise he's just not a He's very introverted. Um, he's a family man. His his thing is. But like he's a, a well. You know. Yeah, he's, he's an understated guy. He is. He you know, just like, doesn't not flashy. Not you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, that people want. I guess the story to be that I'm this loud out there person, and that I must have some. You yeah. know. But we're just an ordinary. Yeah. Family, and I'm a loud mouth. You know, and all that. But he isn't and you know um it's so that's been a really big thing and that comes out tomorrow and I'm most nervous about that because yeah. I just feel like have I made the right choice that's throwing yourself it? that's literally like in the context of media that's mm. throwing yourself out there yeah yeah and suddenly because I've never I'm not somebody who wanted to be famous I'm yeah. not somebody who went into blogging to make a name for myself it's always been about the writing yeah you know, I think that there are other bloggers and it's great for them because they've got their goal of, I want to be the next... Um, and you're very much on the other side of... I just want to be a writer who earns enough to pay my rent. <laughs> but you're very much on the other side of, like, you got into this to be a writer who could earn their rent as someone mm -hmm. who interviewed people and wrote about them. Yeah, and yeah. Wrote and stories. I thought and so being you're on, on the other side of... Yeah, and I thought now. that would help me, but... It hasn't? hasn't you don't really. think it, yeah. I mean, I don't view journalists as people who are out to get me, which yeah. helps me. I was going to say, you have a healthy... Like, I don't actual feel... Actual understanding yeah. of journalism, yeah. which yeah. some people... That does help me in the sense that I wasn't nervous that I didn't think they would fuck me over, and yeah. I don't believe that they will do that. Yeah. And I didn't view them as monsters trying to get you know like I didn't view them as coming to try and get some but you're also not without experience I mean in the last year or mm. two particularly in the last year you've not only done like readers writers literal 
Oh yeah, of yeah, I've done media. You've, yeah, you've, yeah. You've spoken on radio quite a mm. bit, particularly. And I always feel very nervous, yeah. but I'm a talker, um, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So I tend. My problem is more that trying to develop a filter for media. Yeah. It's not that I can't. You don't want to share too much. I share you don't too wanna, much. Yeah. That's my problem because I get too comfortable, and yeah. when I'm and when I'm nervous, I talk more. Yeah. Um. So. You know, but I, I think that's what I'm nervous about, that I'm throwing my family out there. I worry that I'm opening a door that I can't shut. Yeah. Um, I'm worried about how much it's going to change their lives. Yeah. Um, in terms of being recognised, I'm hopeful people will be respectful of my husband if they see him. Yeah. But even that feels like a really conceited, weird thing to think. Yeah. Like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, you have to even maybe ask that. Yeah, but it's also like a kind of, cares? why yeah. would I think anybody would even yeah, approach yeah. us? But the thing is, over the last two years, they have. Yeah. At the supermarket, at the zoo, at the park, at the everywhere I go, you know. New yeah. Zealand is small and Wellington is very small. Yeah. And even without having my photo out there, I had people approach me. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. I really love hearing, meeting people and, and I, they inevitably become friends. You know, I'm yeah. very, meet amazing, all my friends meet amazing people through, you know, online and all of that um but it's just that's what scares me more than anything else have yeah. i and what's the exit strategy yeah well, that's what makes me nervous like um reviews i'm nervous about i feel like i could write my own negative review of the book yeah um so i'm a bit i'm nervous about people that's, reviewing that's actually thing. quite a good idea like maybe mm. you should go away and do that like yeah well i don't this, want to give like for yourself yeah. like, oh it's yeah it's quite yeah. a good idea like to do that yeah because i feel like i can see the flaws in the book myself sure, of course um but so least that a little bit of i don't want to humiliate myself through lack of sales but that's not going to happen. Like, yeah, that's, that's, I, I don't that's just think there's much that, that will happen now. Um, but I guess it's more just like, I hope I do my family proud yeah. and don't do anything harmful to my husband and kids in terms of exposure of them. Yeah. Because, like, Eddie's coming up to school soon and I don't want to turn my kids yeah. into personalities. That's my worst fucking yeah. nightmare. Like, yeah. And... It's like this new dilemma with mummy bloggers. Like, how yeah. do you... Lots of them when are like... they stop the, being babies that you can just... Yeah, yeah. You know, critique yeah. it and capsulise it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think that is this total ethics thing with mummy blogging, is that there's lots of bloggers out there who are like, my intent is to be well-known and get a, maybe a radio show be you know it's the new sort of big brother your approach to it has been uh writing based and a lot of bubby bloggers approach is photo based yeah yeah which makes yeah. which is a huge difference right yeah there. yeah and if also, we're gonna even you know if we're even gonna like label you as a bubby blogger yeah i'm saying like a lot yeah. of bubby blogs are yeah and i don't mind being called a mummy blogger but yeah i think that 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 other bloggers, because it's about um, making a name so you can then be on radio or TV, um, you know, it's kind of like Big Brother, you know, like yeah. where people went on Big Brother to become 
you know, that's yeah. such a fucking dated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, like I feel like mummy blogging is almost like that. Well, blogging in general. Blogging not in general. Blogging in general is a new like. You know, you share lots. Of, it's oh. Instagram, right? Yeah, Fuck, yeah. I'm a little slow tonight. It's Instagram. So it's like, you know, the sharing, you become sort of famous for putting your life uh, out there. And I don't want to do that to my kids. I always laugh when people used to sort of say about me, oh, you've got into blogging to try and be somebody. And it's like, I wrote for fucking years before yeah. this. And I'm yeah. still writing stuff. The good you know? thing about blogging from a writer's point of view is you don't have an editor. Yeah, and that's also the bad and, thing sometimes. And the bad thing, yeah. Because yeah. Um, you don't have that support network around you yeah, and yeah. advice. Um, yeah. But it's that you don't have an editor, you can you have so you much control. You create your own deadlines, yeah. Your own deadlines. You know, it's the dream blogging. When you, I've been a working journalist, it fucking sucked. Yeah. Um, and, you know, um, that's what I like about blogging. But I do think that the the yeah the person oh yeah I wrote for a magazine for years and then one day they they turned my copy around and put at the end uh, they used the word perfecto to finish a story that I'd done and I just I wrote to the guy and said mm. I'm out I would oh be, yeah yeah yeah, I would, yeah. and this I might sound you. precious as fuck but I just wrote to the guy and said I'm out I would never ever use that word that is a fucking dumb word but I mean this yeah and, that's and, the classic and I would never yeah. use that and I'm fucking gone mm. you know and, and I totally get that I remember when I wrote a piece that was hugely popular on the blog um that was all the piece was I remember writing it and thinking this is garbage but I have to get it out yeah and the whole post was I'm exhausted. Yeah. It was just, you know, that how was, you're yeah. so tired you can't even think and, you know, and that was the thing. Yeah. And then I put, maybe I won't be so tired tomorrow. That was literally the whole thing. Yeah. And it was hugely popular. I was seeing the numbers coming in going, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the comments started to come in and I saw it was just people being like, I'm so tired as well. Yeah. And I felt so much better and all that. But the thing was, the reason why I bring it up is... Six months later, it was published in the Herald because right. I had that yeah, agreement yeah, 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 with yeah, the Herald yeah. to just grab shit when they want it, but just pay me, you know. Um, yeah. And they put as the headline, "Is anyone as tired as I am?" Which makes right. it sound like so I am yeah, yeah. going. I'm, I'm competing for a medal. Yeah, and I'm the tiredest, and yeah. nobody's ever been as tired as I Which am. Which is what's this. so great about. But me. I got ripped to fucking shreds. Yeah. I went from not one negative comment on the original one, which had to, more views than yeah, 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 to loads to of negative comments. Like, loads and loads of why did you have children? Then your poor kids take her kids away if she can't handle them. Yeah. You know, and and I thought, fuck the well one the cesspit of mainstream media commentators, yeah, yeah, yeah. but also the power of a headline. Like totally, the power of one totally. word changing a stand first. Oh, totally. One of the things I try and do with. Um, the spin-off and like I don't have to do this with you but not that it's something I have to do but you when you write you send me a headline and I do the stand first or whatever yeah. but the, most people don't send a headline or stand first or anything yeah. so I will edit the piece quite heavily often um, yeah. sometimes not which is good but um, then I'll put headline and stand first but I send it back to the writers as yeah, often yeah. as I can yeah. so it's not a shock yeah. Because 
and and often they'll come back and say no can I yeah, yeah. change this because I get in my head a bit like oh this is more likely to be read if it's like this yeah. which is dangerously close to clickbait yeah. but if you get a writer to read it they're more likely to go actually that's not yeah. You know, I don't want anybody to... I also want the experience of writing for the spin-off to not be painful. Yeah, of course. Because um, I think it so often is for writers. They don't get paid. Yeah. They get ripped apart. Like, you look at this whole thing of... I've been published on Huffington Post like that matters. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. Huffington Post have come to me a million times. I've always said no because they don't pay their writers. Yeah. I'm not going to have my pla- anything I write published on a platform that doesn't pay its writers. And, um, but the thing is they, I've had friends who've written something on their very small blog and the, or something, or a popular blog, but Huffington Post inevitably will scan through whatever mums are reading, go and say, can I take this? Then they will publish it and that person will have thousands and thousands of comments saying, you, you were a terrible mother, you're a piece of shit, you're a fat pig, (laughs) you know, and... But they just cannot handle... Of course yeah. you can't. Who can handle that? But the Huffington Post is... I don't give a fuck. Yeah, of course they don't. They don't even reply to emails no, once you've published because yeah. they're like, I got what I wanted. I got it. Yeah, so you I just caught gave you in that moment. Free, yeah. free content you, you to be abused. Of course. And yeah. it's like... But, I mean, this is the hunt for... People agree to be in the Daily Mail because they're like huge readership. But... It's like that's a toxic so it goes back to, environment. It goes back to what you just said about Big Brother being that original mm. platform. Yeah. Like that is what has created yeah. where we're at now with things like the Huffington Post just grabbing things. But Daily hoping Mail. That, hoping that nine times out of ten they're grabbing someone who has yeah. no concept that their blog might mean something to yeah. anyone else, might be monetized yes. somewhere else. Like, And this is great writing yeah. Yeah. that somebody else is profiting from. Yeah. And I mean, Daily Mail is will approach the process the Daily Mail does, which people don't know, is they go to a blogger and they say, can I republish your post? Yeah. And that blogger says, yes, here are 10 photos of yeah. me and my kid because yeah. they're so photo so, heavy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they say, cool, and then it goes up. Why would you agree to do that? Oh, you no. would do it if you yeah. wanted to be famous or get your f- name I out have. there, and you know, um, because that's not you're going to get fucked up in the comments. And you know me, I'm I'm all about you never blame the writer or anything like that. Yeah. But the Daily Mail is a toxic place for how they write about women, of how they write about yeah. minorities and all yeah. that. So why are you agreeing to be part of a platform that is toxic? And of course it has toxic comments because it's a toxic platform. It literally yeah, 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 posts yeah, yeah. pictures of 14-year-old girls and does, yeah. um, like, yeah. rate how it's hot this hideous. celebrity's yeah, child yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, why the fuck would you be on that? And, I mean, I've been on the Daily Mail once for a, for Eddie... Um, fundraising because it felt very much like I have to do this for the hospital and I really regret doing it because it resulted in no further donations of course because why would it because it's the Daily Mail and the scumbags you know who read it Um, but the thing was the very first comment was something horrible about a child who's fundraising for a children's hospital. Yeah, yeah. But that was a moment of weakness thinking, will will that be for the hospital yeah, yeah. if I don't do it? But, you know, often I will say to people, I'm like, 
I get many, many people writing to me being like, I want to be a, a mummy blogger, and I'm like, that's awesome. I think it's great to write about your experiences and help other parents through it. But my, my advice is always check your motivations because the yeah. motivation for it is what's happening. And if you're not making a contribution, you're going to become, you're going to get too much up your yeah. ass. And See, I've had, I've had nowhere near the approaches you've had, but I've had a few approaches to steal things I've written and, mm. and you know, can we repost them here? And I would always say no to them mm. for that reason. And I've even had, I mean, the Guardian just flat out yeah. took something I wrote. Far out. And republished mm. it and took my name Lots off of it. Lots of people did that with the Tarzan one. They republished yeah. it as a story. Yeah. Like, so a couple of words around it, but the post in full. Um, and there was nothing I could do about it. The Guardian took my interview. I'm amazed the, the Guardian. The Guardian took far. my interview with Daywood Albar because I got a lot of scoops from him. I got stuff that... Mm. It just just happened. It wasn't because I was great. Yeah. It was just because it was the time I got him. Mm. I mean, truth be told, it was the most nervous I've ever been about mm. an interview ever, which shows I cared about it. I was yeah. like, oh, this guy's going to tear me to shit. He's going to... And I got a really good interview from him, and he mentioned loads of things he clearly had not mentioned anywhere else. And next thing, like, I posted it on stuff, and next thing it got grabbed. The Guardian just totally represented mm. the whole thing took my name off it, didn't even link to stuff. Right. And then I wrote to them and said, you know, fuck but you. But didn't stuff back you? No. Nah. Because it was their content. No, nah. I didn't give a shit. Uh. And so then I wrote to them and said, fuck you, and, and here's why kind of thing. And it took a couple, like, I got a really angry letter back going, you know, get fucked. We, we, we've just shared your story. And I was like, yeah, but you've shared my story mm. without my name without any payment, without the source it came from, you have tried the best you can Mm. to make it look like you got the scoop that I got. So you need to take it down. Yeah. Or at least acknowledge me. And then the the person in charge of the section was like, oh, you know, you need to get over yourself. But we'll do it. Mm. And then about two years after that, clearly a new section editor wrote to me out of the blue and was like, are we, are we cool? Like, are oh, we wow. okay? That's like, which, which was fucking weird. But clearly so weird. he was like, he was clearly paranoid that there was like legal action coming or something. And I was like, I'm not about that. I just mm-hmm. think, fuck you. Like, yeah. could you just, you know? Yeah, the ethics of it all yeah. are really messy. Like, I get yeah. approaches all the time and I won't have anything I write republished without payment. Um... But also there's a level of privilege in doing that. I have a readership yeah. so I can. So I totally, I don't rag on writers who are just starting out. Yeah, and yeah, working, yeah. You know. But I guess I just have a thing around blogging. If you're going into blogging to to get famous. Yeah. Be mm. aware of where your kids fit into that. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've talked a lot. And I just feel like it keeps coming back to the same thing for me. And that's that I have to feel as if whether it's right or wrong and I feel like it's right that I'm making a contribution because I want the kids to be able to look back and feel proud of themselves and me and our family even though I I think it's not really about our family but um you know feel that it was 
worth something. I, oh, I remember, like, you, I remember yeah. you saying to me about like way before the spin-off thing and I mentioned, I wrote a couple of blogs about Oscar on stuff mm. and you were like, oh, I hope you're saving those. I hope you're printing mm. them out for him yeah, to yeah. read. And, yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, I, I want to actually like, yeah, I want everything I write about him. Yeah. To be something he can read. Like, yeah, I don't, and the you thing know, is, exactly like this I don't, is sometimes I get people saying, and, you know, I'm sure inevitably in the next couple of days with media I'm going to get asked this, but this question of people will say to me quite earnestly, which is fascinating to me, they'll go, um, they'll go, and um, how would you feel if your boys were upset with what you'd written about yeah. them when they're adults? And I'm like, I'd be fucking destroyed. Are you kidding me? I'd be devastated if yeah. my kids felt hurt by what I'd written. Like, what kind of sociopath yeah. wouldn't? Yeah. It's such a bizarre question to me. Like, yeah. I'm going to be like, oh, I don't really give a fuck as long as I'm getting heaps of likes. Yeah, you know, and, what? And, and sales. <laughs> and I mean, I guess maybe because of that sort of what seems like a cavalier attitude. Yeah online because you do see some stuff online i'm not gonna i'm not ragging on other bloggers i fucking hate talking about other bloggers to be honest because anything i say can be turned into or mummy bloggers at war but i'm not also gonna be disingenuous and not say that you see some shit online and go whoa like that is seems very like there isn't a boundary there or that seems very private or personal or that seems very outrageous you see that content online now and you go fuck do they know that and what is gonna be and so i think it's not that it's a legitimate question because i still think it's a fucked question because i feel like when people say it it feels like an accusation sometimes i feel like i'm like well you've read my book what do you think that's what I feel like saying to them. Like, yeah. do you think my kids are going to turn around and hate me for what I've written about them? Like, yeah. I just, you know, like, uh, but I, of course I think about that all the time. I really think, you know, with Eddie's illness, we've never named his condition and stuff like that. But it was really hard to, the hardest piece that I wrote was Eddie's health yeah, I wondered journey that. Yeah. in the book. And we really talked about whether to include it. And we talked about whether or not to talk about it in the Sunday program. And also we have videos of Eddie that were filmed for his treatment. Yeah. Which show him, you knew him at that time, so you remember what it was like. But we thought about should we share it. And one of the reasons why my husband actually said yes. And part of it was if you see this, you change your mind about a lot of things like vaccination like bringing sick kids out in public like bring you know like all these lots of things that you change your mind about once you see you know and also eddie's journey which i wrote that for eddie it was never going to go in the book and then it ended up going in the book but i wrote it for him to read about what happened while i still remembered it the way that it happened and but I, having a chronically ill child and a child who went through that is why I am who I am now. Of course. So it would feel very weird to not. To not. You know, touch it's, on that. that's yeah. why you don't sort of oh, go I, through that experience look, uh, without having the. It it changes you. I've read um, a lot. I've read 
most of your blogs as they've gone up, but reading or you know all mm. the days of whatever like of them going up, but reading the book cover to cover, which I really enjoyed doing, I there were several moments where I really enjoyed it and connected with it on the level where I was like, oh, I can actually. Mm. I'm peeking a little bit behind the curtain or mm. I've already peeked mm. you know, behind the curtain and the Eddie's journey one and a couple of other things about Eddie I started thinking about where I picked him up a couple of times and drove him into town ta- mm. ta- mm. when he was yeah. weeks old and yeah. you were like breathing, oh can yeah. we just actually pull the car over and check yeah. if he's breathing yeah, yeah. so I had that you know, yeah, I obviously yeah. had that intimate connection yeah. with it but you put that across in the book in such a way that, if, you know, for people who are going to read the book who don't know you, it's it's powerful stuff because mm. it doesn't, like, the other thing I did was go, fuck, we had an easy run with Oscar. Mm. You know, in comparison, like, I had to do that. I just went, fuck, we just did, like, yeah. man. Like, I remember the first time taking him to the doctor for a cough or whatever and just going is this a big deal and we just yeah. had nothing like it I think the, the he's only Eddie, vom- he's only vomited about two times in his life yeah. you know like it was like fuck we have had such an easy mm. run so and that I mean that's a good reaction as yeah, well several but people I mean have I that, think like, that the the thing that I was we talked a lot about the Eddie's the piece about Eddie was the one we talked the most about yeah and also um the what we talked about was that when we were going through it, it was the loneliest thing ever. It felt yeah. like no other parents get what this yeah, is yeah, like. Of and, you know, other parents would sit there and be like, Oh, you know, the um uh, you know, he's had this cough and it's really annoying and all this and we were just kind of like our yeah. baby might stop breathing and die. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. you know, so and you couldn't ever say that and we felt like we couldn't talk about it during it and also yeah. it was a very um <laughs> not visible illness and audible yeah, illness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People knew Eddie was sick. Yeah. Um, you know. Um but the reason why we decided to share it was we were like, I wish I had have read something like yeah. that. Yeah. To make me feel like it was normal to feel Which, like your whole world is falling apart. That's why I go back to the thing that I think people will get from your book is this idea, and, you know, you use this term at some point very much towards the end and probably earlier, it's okay. Mm, like, it's okay yeah. to experience this, to feel mm. this, to worry about mm. this, to, to mm. want this. Or, yeah. On every level, it's okay. Yeah, and if, I don't want... You know, when it, people read that particular section, I don't want them to think, um, oh, I have it so easy having a healthy child that it doesn't matter. I want them to think, I have, it, I have, like, I am lucky to be where I am, but also I want them to think I'm going to consider this in my conversations with parents with chronically ill children. Yeah, exactly. So, or I'm going to consider this before I say things like, I know what it's like for your child having surgery because my child had their ears checked. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. you know, like, I guess um, I 
it, it, again, it's just that whole thing of trying to feel like you're making a contribution to something because otherwise, what's the point? Yeah. Like, and that's the my only hope for the book is. Oh well, it's not my only hope. I hope it fucking sells heaps, obviously. Of course, but of course. I mean, I hope that it will help somebody because I needed it. There's some raw stuff in there where it's yeah. like one post in particular. Every I find it very hard to read and can't actually read it, and that's me crying on the floor of the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was real, really tough, but. Um, I know so many parents have yeah. gone through that, but yeah. we don't talk about it. Well, this is the thing, like, you've, you've been very good at fostering community, and, and it feels like the book is a bunch of conversation starters. I hope so, that's what it I really It really does feel so. like that. Because that's, I really hope that's the case, and I have big hopes for the spin-off. Yeah. Um, in being that, like I would love, I've yeah. talked to you about how I would love to do the spin-off live. I would love to yeah. get us all, get all these parents together, get these people sharing their stories because I kind of just see it as that way and just changing our little corner yeah. to be a bit more of a environment that supports and um, uplifts parents rather than shitting on them from a great height. Look, I wrote a fucking poem about yelling at my kids. Oh my god, I loved that one so much. <laughs> I, it's oh, my favourite thing not, you've ever written. I'm not fishing for that, but I was just no, going to say, when I, like, what I do with the poems that I write and the little short stories and stuff is I, I have this thing where I put them out into the world on my site and then a day or two later I share them on Facebook mm. because they've ended up getting a better... Mm reading through that like yeah. th those little sort of vignettes have, have yeah and that one that i wrote a couple of weeks ago mm. about like yelling at oscar and, mm. and just feeling so palpably like mm. fucked yeah. off but also yeah responsible for the yeah. behavior that he was emitting it, it had a huge reaction which, and, which blew me I, away because i was I just love. like fuck this is mm. this is obviously like connected with people that have had but their also what that. I loved about it and this is what I think is rare is that that little piece this is what I hope to do with my pieces yeah. what you did with that poem and that's that there's the anger the almost rage that yeah. you have as a parent because I think we don't talk about rage in parenting We're scared to yeah we, I'm, I've just been talking to a, a writer who's a psychologist as well trying to get a piece on rage in parenting yeah um but that sort of rage, but also when right in the middle of them doing something that fucking shits you to tears, makes you so angry, you can yeah. barely see, they do something they so... They you over, yeah. So precious, but yeah. also it forces you to remember that they're a child and you're the fucking yeah. adult. Like, I it say that be, to myself, it, but the little yeah. horse and... It can be either yeah. profound or utterly absurd. Yeah, and that's... And it's both yeah, simultaneously, like, and yeah. that's this way of them going, just a reminder, yeah. I'm the child, you're the adult. And I have those moments all the time where I'm just losing my shit yeah. and then the kids will do something and I'll be like that's right I mean it's so funny I've got like that uh, little uh, 
not too long ago Edie threw the um, my iPad across the room and I went berserk because they're so fucking expensive yeah. I do all my work on one it costs us a fortune to buy the fucker yeah. and I just saw red that he had just like almost broken something I have to use and so I yelled at him and he, he went downstairs crying and then I realised I hadn't handled it very well and my husband was like well, you went a bit apeshit over nothing and so I went downstairs and I said to Eddie look I'm really sorry I shouldn't have done that and he said um, I shouldn't have thrown the iPad yeah. and I was like yeah and then he said but I didn't actually and I said oh don't say sorry if you didn't do it and I said, you know, and he goes, I'll just say a little bit of a sorry. And I was like, well, why? And he said, because I told Ronnie to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. I was I was leading up to writing that poem that I wrote about Oscar and the rage and stuff and feeling fucked off and with both him and how I was dealing with him. Like maybe the night before that or two nights before that, uh, a friend was staying here and Katie... And Tamsin came home and I said, I just had this, like, not a meltdown, but I just said, like, I'm really fucking angry with myself. Like, I'm angry with myself about uh, many things, but mostly I'm angry about myself. It's not even that I think I'm a shit parent. I actually know I'm a pretty good parent because I'm around and the child's still alive. You know, and those are the two things that I think, like, settle the deal like I'm here and he's still breathing so I kind of totally fucked up like if we've got nothing else we've got that but I'm really fucking angry with what I'm doing and I said what I'm worried about is I'm I'm fucking creating like uh, possibly like a psychological abuse like is he going to recall this like am I venting so strongly about my frustration that I'm projecting it all onto mm. him. And Tamsin just said, come here, let me give you a hug. Like, I've got kids. You know I've got kids. You've heard me yell at my kids. Mm. That's really nice that you said yeah. that. And, you know, you wouldn't believe the shit I've said to my kids. Mm. And it was really powerful because yeah, it was just yeah. like, in that moment it was just like, you know, if I'd, sh if I'd shared that with Katie just on her own, which yeah. I would have done, she would have done the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But somehow it was really powerful hearing mm. another parent. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I mentioned that because that is what your book is going to do for people. Yeah. Your I mean, book, your I book is so. a series of these situations that parents mm. are, they're either going to have them, they're going to imagine them, yeah. they're going to have something similar to it, or they're going to worry that they're going to have them. Mm. Like they are, you know, it's personal to you and your family and your situation, but it's universal in the yeah. sense that and every hope, parent yeah. has some version of that. And yeah. what you've done without, you know, you, you're not judging people, you're not condescending, you're not patronising, but you have summed up the experience, the, the essence of the version of the experience. Mm. And so people are going to go like, Yours is a book that people are going to hold on to and go... I really hope so. No, they are. Yeah. This is going to happen. Like, yours is a book where people are going to go, fuck, this is my strength. This mm -hmm. is helping me, uh, you know, get through. This is, mm -hmm. this is guiding me to get through. Like, this is reminding me that I don't have to be Mother of the Year 
every single day. I don't even have to be a mother of the year once. I just yeah. have to be mother or, yeah. or father. I just have to be someone who gives a shit. Mm. I just have to be someone who cares. And so mm. I think that's what your your book's going to do for people. Thank you. I feel very removed from the book, so it means so much, especially because yours is the only feedback I've had so far, plus one other. Um, it, I've, I had really hoped that's what it would be but when yeah. it's something you're working on of you course. just don't and the weirdest thing for you know is if you've got the tone right if you've got the message that you hope and I don't know it's very the weirdest close. thing for you is you feel removed from it it happened ages ago in the mm. context of who you are and your family and yet you're right in the zone of having to recall it instantly and mm. boil it down to a sound bite you're like you've got yeah. to sell the shit out of it yeah I mean I I think that I was trying to think in terms of everyone keeps saying to me how would you describe the book and that's really hard because I don't know how to do that but I was thinking about it and I thought I hope that it is almost it sounds very cheesy but like yeah. a, a comforting friend yeah when you're feeling like you don't like in the middle of the night or when you're home because you know those moments you were talking about before I have those all the time where I'm just like, am I, yeah. you know, what am I doing furious about, yeah. like, I feel furious at myself for things that I've done, like, and, you know, it can be really minor things, like, I wish I hadn't have spun out one of the kids, or I wish I hadn't have gone to, um, you know, small things, like, I should have made more of an effort to go outside instead of taking them to chipmunks, or just little tiny things, but I get, yeah. you, you know, those, you have those moments where you're kind of like, somebody else would do this better, and I just often feel like I'm measuring myself against other people, and I hope that the book, I'm, I'm sure that's a universal experience of, of measuring yourself against other people in yeah. parenting, because we have quite, made it quite a competitive thing, parenting. Yeah, yeah. But um, I hope that the book is kind of this, per like, in the night where you are losing. Because I felt like I was going crazy at night. I was yeah. so lonely and overwhelmed and thought, is anybody else awake? And, you know, so I hope it's it's a friend at that time. But also in those moments where you're feeling like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. But because I need that as much as anybody else does. So the book I've almost written to myself, for myself, as much as for anybody else yeah, yeah. as well. I mean, it's for it's for other people because, as I said, I want to contribute. But it's for myself too. I'm, I, you know, there were times when I read back and thought, yeah, I need to listen. So you've got a busy month. Ironically, you're going to be away from your family for several, <laughs> several days away from while, the, you're, yeah. while you're selling well, the idea that you're a mother in charge and, you know, strong yeah. and... Well, I mean, it's, it, I'm glad that you say this because it gives me an opportunity <laughs> yeah. to say. Yeah. I've been very concerned that people think that I wrote a of book course. while looking full-time after two children yeah. on my own. Yeah. And that is not the case. You yeah. know how hands-on my husband is. Yeah. Um, I only got and to do the book because of my husband and my mother-in-law. Yeah. But I only got to do the book because of my husband. Yeah. And my mother-in-law often took one of the boys on the weekend. Um, I had a huge... Like, my husband does heaps. Like, there's yeah. no way I could have done this yeah. without him. So you can't... 
I don't want people to think you can write a book. In and six he's largely calm as fuck. Yeah, he's chill as yeah, yeah, a motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the total opposite of me. And actually doesn't seem to feel much pressure about yeah. anything about parenting. Yeah. Um, but he's, been, he's been, I want to give him a shout out because mm. he, may, he may never listen mm. to this, but he's been like a little bit of a... Uh, an influence for me, like he's been, he has been like a little bit of a, you know, I guess, uh, you know, we know each other, I've talked to him and stuff, but um, I like watching how he operates. Yeah, And, you yeah. know, it, it has actually been something So do me. I, yeah. yeah. He's very, I mean, he definitely has his insecurities around parenting, every parent, like every parent yeah, does. Sure. But he very, like I, I watching him parent calms me a lot because he goes with the flow so much more yeah. than I do. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's always handy when your, your parenting sort of aligns. I think we get along very well as parents because our parenting style is very similar. Yeah. And I think, yeah, um, exactly. I've, met, I've found when that when we have play dates, we're yeah. very <laughs> the yeah. same how we approach play dates, yeah. which is rather hands off, um, to let the kids do their own thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, I'm very lucky that he, because I think a lot of people, not just husbands, husbands, wives, whatever, and you would have this with Katie, yeah. where it's like when you're the other side of it and people are talking about your wife or husband online yeah. and ripping them to shreds or assuming that they know them or really yeah. casually saying horrible things about them, yeah. you know? Uh, so he, there are aspects of it that he finds really challenging and, and, you know, but he's always been really supportive. Yeah. Um, and there's just no way this book would happen. And also that I'm going to Auckland tomorrow by myself, you know. Um, yeah, he's looking after the kids by yeah, himself. Right. But also he does that every single time I go and anyway. speak somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's very much you don't get to have this lifestyle that I do of writing traveling and talking to people admittedly i don't travel very often but i go do it comes up yeah, yeah. it definitely does and so you only get to do that if you have a supportive partner who, yeah who who is an equal parent yeah that's a thing it's not about like he's not babysitting or some shit it's like equal parent um stuff like so he's like emily is working this week yeah and she's gonna be away yeah. So I'm really happy he's coming to Auckland for the book launch because he really calms me. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a very... He'll probably stand in the corner of the room refusing to talk to anybody, not out of like spite, but because yeah. it's his worst nightmare being in a book launch. But he'll go to be the person I can look across the room and see and know... Not to each other I'm you're there. all right, yeah. you know. Yeah. That yeah. matters. And I think it's really cool that you said that because we... I writers, creatives, anything often forget to do shout outs to the people yeah, who course. do the grunt work. Of the course. very non glamorous work of dinner and yeah. and cleaning up and all that while I'm fulfilling my writer dreams. Even just fucking indulging the fact that yes. you're you know, like yeah. I, I remember totally. when, I remember when I wrote like hundreds and thousands of blogs for stuff, every hundred posts I would do like a a shout out to regular readers and mm. to, you know, like, you know, I mentioned Katie and stuff, mm. but I remember, like, before Oscar was born, you know, I was writing these blogs often, like, half cut in bed at night, yeah. or I was downstairs when Katie mm. was in bed, or I'd drag the computer upstairs and it yeah. 
four in the morning or one in the morning or yeah. ten at night or whatever the fuck it was, I decided this was the right time I had to spit this yeah. thing out. Yeah, I'm exactly and then, the And then that changed a bit when Oscar came along. I started off doing it first thing in the morning, then I went back to doing it late at night, then I went back to doing it first thing in the morning. And every sort of like hundred posts or so, I would do this. I mean, I would mean it more than it came across, but I would do what essentially was this token shout-out to Katie going, mm. Mm. you know, thank you for uh, indulging this shit. Mm. Yeah. And also, on whatever level, believing in it. Like, yeah. rec- recognising yeah. that it does something yeah, for me, that, so that I need to do it for whatever yeah. fucking dumb reason. Like, yeah. you know, like That's that. so true. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it totally is indulgence. Because, of course I it mean... Is. Of um, course it is. Like, whatever... Yeah we think we're getting out of it or whatever anyone tells us we're getting mm. out of it and the it fascinating thing with, with my husband is he doesn't see anything online yeah he, he doesn't, doesn't follow it so He's he got, has yeah. to just believe yeah that op- like I remember yeah. at one point him saying to me why are you going to the movies all the time yeah. and I said oh I, do, I, I'm just, a film I forgot reviewer. to tell you I, <laughs> yeah. I I'm a film reviewer for Metro now. <laughs> and he goes, Metro the magazine. And I said, yeah. And I thought he was going to go, oh, wow, cool. And he goes, is that still going? <laughs> yeah, which is, um, which is fucking you know, refreshing though, isn't yeah, it? Like, but also he was just like, okay, you're you're not... He just kind of is used to, I guess, after yeah. 15, 16 years of being together of whatever, of just... Like, I'm sure whatever shit she's doing is ultimately going to be worth yeah, it yeah. for the family. Yeah. Which is a very comforting and... Calming and relaxed yeah, way and to... Yeah, so it's a... Of, you know, I really struggle with confidence, but not in that area. Because he does make me feel like, you know... I have a lot of, am I doing the right thing, this and that? But it's very nice to think... He, without any reason to, yeah. he has no reason to think that it will work out, yeah. but he just does. So, and to just literally, like, with the book, I was like, I've been offered a book. Yeah. And he's like, cool. He never once said, don't do it. Don't do it. Let me, um, yeah, let me be involved. You know, in like, this. he yeah. just, I asked him to read he the book, and you. he was like, I don't want to read the book. And I was like, you have to read the book before I publish it, yeah. because there may be something in it you don't like. And he was like, I trust you. And I said, no, I want you to, though. It mentions you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, why does it mention me? And I was like, because <laughs> you're my husband. Yeah, because you're part of my and life. <laughs> so he read it. And this was the first time I'd read anything I'd written. Yeah. So this was a year in, and he yeah. hadn't read anything I'd written. And so he read it. And there are chapters in the book about him. Yeah. And, um, well, not chapters, blog posts. And he goes, um, he read it and goes, I said, so what did you think? And I was nervous as shit. I bought wine and everything for us to talk it through. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's nice. And that was his whole yeah. thing. And I said, what about the stuff about you? I can change any yeah. lines. I can take it out. And he goes, no, it was nice. He goes, thanks for saying nice stuff. Do you know and that what? was it. It was nothing. And like, do you know what? And you already know this, I'm sure. But that is a really good summation of the book. Like, it is nice. Like, mm. it is a really good encapsulation of two people being parents yeah working out what the fuck's going on and also like you've had more difficulties than some and mm. and you never stress mm. this but possibly mm. let, you know fewer difficulties mm. than others yeah yeah uh, absolutely so it's yeah. just your story and you, yeah. you put that across um, and he's correct like it is mm. really nice it's very yeah. 
it's very charming, it's very heartwarming, it's very real, yeah. which is the thing oh, that, that I think. So, you've got about a month of hard sell. Mm. What else is coming up for you? Like, you've got to hold down what? Yeah, I mean, work. I really hope that I can give up my day job soon. Yeah. Um, That's the immediate goal? The goal is to quit my day job, um, but I don't really think that I will. I It's too hard to make money as a writer. I'm really lucky with the spin-off to have an editor job, but it's not quite enough to live on. Yeah, yeah. Um, which isn't, you know, they work really hard to get me what I've got, um, and I'm happy with it, but, you know... Um, it's not an, enough to live on yeah. these days. The, um, you know, it's balancing that. Um, yeah, I just would like to not have to work so much yeah. is probably the goal. And I really need to assess what happens now in terms of with my writing because it is getting to an age where I don't want to keep writing about him. Um, because I want to give him privacy when he goes into school. And so here's, yeah, when, when, when Oscar went to school and he, he only did a few weeks before the end of the year and then, you know, he started mm. again now, but I, I found uh, all of the people that I met through his school so far to be really nice people. Mm. But a couple of them... Uh, asked me about writing about him because they mm. read Spin Off Parents because they were parents mm. and that's where they recognised me from or maybe they mm. knew that I wrote for mm. stuff or whatever uh, but but I found that really interesting I was kind of like whoa yeah, yeah. but now and suddenly I'm writing about a guy who's at school and you know mm. people are reading it that are going to respond directly to me about it mm. And also potentially to Oscar. And that's yeah, the, exactly. Or through, that's the thing that their, I find hard. I've had one... through their kids are going to hear the parents yeah, talk about I've it. I've had yeah, one right. or two people talk directly to Eddie about posts yeah. on the blog, which has been really confusing for him. Yeah. Because often, sometimes, they're months and months after the fact. Yeah. And so he's really confused why somebody's suddenly talking about something that happened months ago, or he doesn't even recollect it, because it's just a day in the... A lot of what I write about is just the inanities yeah. of parenting. So, something that barely registered for Eddie, they're acting like is a big deal. Yeah. Um, so, I have a real thing about if you read somebody's parenting writing, don't bring it up with your child. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Um, because people will have lots of ideas about how I should be talking to Eddie about it. Of but course. Thought, he doesn't know that. Well, what was devastating the other day was, Oscar, we were walking to a concert that I had got tickets for the family to. And then Oscar was started telling us about how when he was an adult how he wanted to be a writer like me. And I said, Jesus, I'd hope for mm. so much more for you than, <laughs> you know, like, I'm not even yeah. joking, like, Jesus, yeah. I, you know, I hope you could, like, yeah, yeah. get somewhere in life because this has been a constant fucking struggle for me. Yeah, so. yeah. But at the same time, you're like... That's the classic thing of, like, it just doesn't... <laughs> I get a lot of people, and I understand this because I was very naive about books, who are like, oh, you've made it now yeah, with yeah. the book. Exactly. And, um, like, so you get, like, at, what, a dollar nineteen a book? Yeah. Um, or something like that. I think it might... 
I don't know if it's that. Yeah. It's probably less. Um, but just over a buck a book, right? Yeah. And then so it's like you didn't you're not gonna make a lot of money out of the book. Yeah. Um, but I thought when I signed on, I thought you got like five, ten bucks a book. Yeah, I was just completely yeah. naive. Oh I the day the day my book went came out. I went to fucking work. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I worked yeah. in a this is day my job thing, and a computer, and I just yeah. went to work, and that yeah. was it. And it yeah. was like, I came home, I'd already obviously seen a copy of the book like a month or so before that, but I came home at the end of the first day, I went, fuck, that's depressing. Like, mm. And that's got to be most, most New Zealand writers. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, most my day New Zealand job is sort of consulting stuff, like, I mean, that's um, not, it's very boring, like, part-time-ish, not boring, fuck, I should be careful saying that, I mean, it's, you know, but it's a really hard balance to be yeah. like, you, you, I am a parent, um, at home with the kids, and then when they're at kindy, I'm working, there's yeah. no in-between, I have to work every given hour that they're not at home, or, or if my husband's at home with them, but, you know, you just, I just feel like I'm constantly hustling for money yeah. and I feel very lucky to even be able to do this because there's no way you could do this if you didn't have, you have to have no debt. Yeah. You have to have, um, like a house that you're not about to lose because yeah. you can't be at near the end of a lease or something like that if you suddenly have to come yeah, up with bond and yeah. you know these are the things yeah, that exactly. make it yeah. me able to follow my writer dreams yeah. and my husband drives to five different supermarkets and butchers to get the cheapest deals for our food and we grow all of our own vegetables yeah. you know like it's shit like that the glam life of a writer <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. but, so I feel like like it I feel shitty even complaining about it because literally you have to have a level of privilege to be able to of operate course. in this environment. Yeah, yeah. Of, but I find it funny when people think it's yeah. a very glamorous and when they hear I have a job and they're like, but why? This is your job. Yeah, yeah. So... But, you know, it's stupid to complain about. No, you know, you're, you're living the dream. I'm trying to be very much, like, as well. I'm in a position that many writers would love to be in, and I'm about to go into especially what a lot of writers would love wraparound yeah. sort of support and publicity. You have a profile that you have worked very hard for, and you have a profile that... And you're also... You know, not to cheapen what you've done, but you are writing about a subject that is of interest to a large number mm. of people because, yeah. uh, you know... Because mm. it's universal. Loads of people yeah. have kids or, yeah, yeah. or were a kid, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. or yeah. are thinking of having kids, yeah. you know, like, and it, it is mostly parents that you are writing to, mm. and it's mostly mothers. Yeah. But, like, yeah, within that, it's quite broad. Mm. You know, like, I write it, I wrote mostly about music, and it's like some people only listen to Coldplay. So, <laughs> yeah. Or they only listen to Metallica, yeah. or worse, they listen to Coldplay and Metallica. <sighs> so I'm kind of fucked, you know, like, yeah. you, but you, none of that cheapens what you've done. Like, you've built a profile, you've written very mm. honestly, very earnestly about yourself and your family, and you've been very careful to protect just enough to give you as much sub, as you can, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very uh, aware of the fact that you need to get home and relax <laughs> before you go and hit all the serious press. 
that will ask you very pointed questions and won't oh. let you ramble. Yeah. Is there anything we've forgotten to talk about this time around? And I want to thank you for being the first return guest oh, to the podcast. Yes. And I want to say once again, like the book is the book is amazing. Like the book oh, is. Thank you. That I'm so The book is better than I thought it would be, and I, yeah. I honestly say it's that to that you. It's that dreaded thing. You, of, you know that I would I tell totally you if I didn't know. like it. And the thing is, that's Not so that funny. Not that they anything. It's so funny though, because it's that dreaded thing of like your mate writes a book yeah. and you have to like lie yeah. that you like it, but I knew oh. you wouldn't, and so I was dreading. I what asked you were my mum say. what she thought of my book, and she goes, "Oh, it's it's good." And then I asked her about it a month later. I said, "Oh, you still enjoyed the book?" She goes, "Oh, I stopped reading it." Like. So I uh, hadn't heard of anyone, so yeah, I'm not going to bother. And it was like, uh, okay, you know, <laughs> and that really fucking hurt. Like, it's brutal. It was awful. It was fucking awful. But in a way, it was like, yeah, fuck, not everyone gives anywhere yeah. near as much of a shit about music as I yeah. do. Like, I kind of I... understand that. Like, you were forced. She was forced to feel like she had to read something. Yeah, yeah. I kind and of appreciated the but honesty. But that's the classic thing, eh? That having to read your friend's book or yeah. um, go see their band or... Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. But um, I said to Alex, um, he goes, oh, Simon picked up your book. Because, yeah. um, you know, when you came and picked it up and he left it out for you. And, um, and he said, is he going to review it? And I said, oh, I hope so. And then he goes, well, what if he doesn't like it? And he goes, it's Simon. Yeah. <laughs> so Alex is a bit like, I was like, well, I hope that, like I thought, if you don't like it, you'll tell me. I knew you'd tell me if you didn't like it because I'd expect you to. Um, but I thought I was like, oh, you'll tell me to my face and then just not put anything online is what I figured. Yeah, like I didn't possibly. think you'd... Hey, if you would have publicly ripped me, you would not have. Oh. We've been friends for too long. That doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's not the truth at all. No, you're, 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 you're probably right. I probably would have. I thought you would privately be like, oh. Hey, not your best word. Not like, your best just, stuff. Look, the fucking thing is, some of it is absolutely your best stuff. Oh, um, and none of it is anywhere near your worst stuff. I've read, I've read your worst stuff. <laughs> Most, mostly, it's been emails to me telling, <laughs> telling me to hurry up and write more stuff for the spin-off. Well, fucking hurry up and write more stuff for the spin-off. Yeah, we can we log it off there so you can fucking start writing some All stuff. Right, deal. And I will go home and you will write me. So a piece. the book is called Rants of the Dark, from one mother to another. One tired mama. One tired mama to another. The book comes out just after people will have heard this. Monday is the. It's already out. It's, it's out in stores. It's at Unity Books. So yeah. it's around. And, and we've got launches in Auckland. All over the show. Please um, come to a launch if you're into well, that let, Well, let's name, and, let's name and date these launches. You've, you're <sighs> launching in Auckland on Tuesday? Yes, on Tuesday, the, 6 o'clock at Time Out Books. Yeah, and what date yeah. is that? Fuck, I don't know. Whatever date Tuesday is. All right. <laughs> and then... Wednesday at 11.30. Yeah. yeah. That's the first. Yeah. See, 28th. Yeah. 28th of February. 28th of February, yeah. 1st of March, Devonport Library at 11.30. Yeah. yeah. Whatever the Saturday is. Is that the... Oh, fuck, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. The following Saturday it's, it's, is... We're, we're writers. We can't. Oh, no, Sunday. <laughs> fuck, Sunday. Fuck, I'll just send you the link. No, there's Sunday Ofido Bay Kindy um, is... Yeah. Fuck, I don't know what time, 2 o'clock? 
Ning Unity books on Monday. Monday yeah. And that's at six o'clock. Yeah. And then Christchurch, Scorpio books. No idea what date that is. Yeah. If, if people want to anonymously send you hate mail, where do they email you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally like Emily at getting the sea. Um, <laughs> don't go fuck yourself. Yeah, go, yeah, don't go fuck yourself. Yeah, I mean, definitely I would love it if people came along to the launchism clearly, yeah. but only if they're going to buy a book. And if people... If, <laughs> like, fuck off if you're just going to drink my wine. If people want to find what you're doing, you are in charge of spin-off parents. Yes, come to the you, spin-off parents and have yeah. a look. And you are still found at emilywrights.co.nz. Yeah, but go to the spin-off. I barely write anything at, at Emily Writes anymore. I'm really keen to just retire that blog, to be honest. Really? Um, yeah, all this, your scoop. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just feel like it's done its dash, eh? And Shows the book how is... good of a journalist I am. <laughs> I, I found that, like, two, <laughs> two hours deep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, it's in the book. I think the real scoop was that you actually like La La Land. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the blog's kind of done its dash. I, you um, feel that way? Yeah, I just feel like the best stuff from it... Has happened. Has, and... ...is in the book. Yeah. There's a couple of blogs that... Yeah, so in some ways it's happened good. twice. Like, like I just it. don't think that a lot of it is, you know, just... Um, I know people feel very fond of particular yeah, posts, yeah, yeah. and that's cool, I like that, but a lot of it is just, um, I don't think really needs to exist too much longer. Um, well look, you were doing... Um, it buys into that, that I want people to go to the spin-off. Of spin course. I want people to not see me but, as me all over the show, and you know, I've got a book, that's enough. People, I don't want to be like... People please please love me here as well. Yeah, well, look, I guess it's kind you, of like Alex doing... was saying, my husband was saying about, you know, you don't want to end up like she had, like where you can't, <laughs> you know, go anywhere without running into Emily Wright. It's like yeah. I'm on every fucking street corner yeah. being like, parents are hard, you know, like, <laughs> but you, you know, I, I'm, I feel very guilty I said that about she had. Um, but you know, I. John Tugger's actually. He is not. No, well, uh, I am hoping you will be, like, obviously you'll be listening to this. Oh my god, I'm really uh, sorry, no, I really no, no, like no. she has. <laughs> no, 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 what I was going to say But is, do you know what I mean? Like, like I totally you don't, know what you mean. I just also, don't want like, it to be like, you can't go anywhere with it, and then I don't want my voice to dominate. Of course, and also, look, you're doing, like, really good work at Spinoff Parents, both mm. in the things that you're facilitating and writing, and also just as an overall... I think no one could visit that portion of that site and come away uh, believing in any sense that you don't give a shit. You know, which is I think again is the best thing you can get goal. from it. Yeah. The best that's the best thing you can get from an editor yeah. of a section or mm -hmm. a writer of a, a blog. Like you totally give a shit about everything that goes up there. Obviously you're not gonna hit it out of the park every day. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's, that, that, not that's not also, how the internet works. Yeah. You're not gonna hit it out of the park every day. But you're gonna try quite mm. often and you're gonna yeah. nail it as many times as you do. And everything that's up there that doesn't hit it out of the park mm. is a solid earnest attempt. Yeah. You know, it might yeah. not be as good mm. as the next person who yeah. writes the next day for you. But you mm. you have that buy in and that co well, maybe yeah, co-authorship, yeah. but certainly yeah. that editorial yeah. angle. I'm soaked that you think that. I really want, I really hope 
that we can make the spin-off work because it really does come down to if people aren't reading it if they're not then, going there then it goes away, goes away. Yeah. and also you no, know, one, it seems, is no one seems to kind of quite, quite grasp that about the internet I in know. a weird way don't they They're especially like, around yeah. places that pay riders yeah. they have an imperative to to be worth oh, it. Fuck it, and, I'll just find somewhere you know, else where it's like, yeah. you know, there's stuff and I'll just yeah, yeah. like and I read mean, that. The, yeah. You know, that's why it's the whole, people are like, oh, you're like a corporate shill or whatever yeah. about Flick. And I'm like, yeah, proudly, because we need Flick. We need them. Like if, if you don't switch your power to Flick, we can't keep spin-off parents going. Yeah. And we can't keep having these. And what other places there? Yeah. So, you know, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show. Twice. Twice. Like, the first time was sort of just out of Mm. friendship. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what this is. Yeah, this is just, yeah, full And it's gone for fucking ages, so, like, we're going to wrap it up. Children not to hold my